This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio brings you prescribed listening from our trusted contributors at the Ontario Pharmacists Association. Welcome back. We are switching gears. Valentine's Day is coming up, and that makes it the perfect time to talk about sexual health and aging. Many people don't realize that certain medications and medical conditions can negatively impact their sex lives. Aging also plays a role. And sometimes people, especially women people, accept certain changes as an inevitable part of aging when in fact there can be some very easy fixes. I'm here with our trusted contributor, Dean Miller, from the Ontario Pharmacists Association. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. Uh, And just one thing I want to say before I give out the numbers, because we've talked about sexual health before, and people are shy. But people, this is the radio. So it's really quite a private forum for you to ask your questions. And, And we have Dean Miller here, and he's an expert on all of this. So before we start, I'm going to give the numbers out, 416 Three six zero zero seven forty toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty and Dean basically first of all do you have an uptick of people uh, looking at their sexual health right before Valentine's Day? That's a that's a great question. <laughs> I I would have to have to say um, I don't think so. I mean it is you know it is such a widespread problem that I think as as pharmacists, we hear quite a bit about it. And because we're so accessible, you know, we probably hear about it actually even probably more than, you know, physicians and, and whatnot, because they only see people occasionally where, you know, the pharmacist is pretty accessible. So we hear a lot about this. But to answer your question quite simply, I don't think we see any uptick at this time of year. Okay. Uh, but hey, Valentine's Day is coming up. So uh, first of all, about this issue of medications and medical conditions affecting your sex life, what are those conditions? Well, there's a lot of them. And I think the key word here is uh, circulation and circulatory problems. And typically any, any type of disease state that, you know, affects one's circulation, male or female, uh, young or old, um, you know, we hear about it all the time, stuff like heart disease, stuff like diabetes, if you've had a stroke. Um, you know, all of those things happen because they affect your circulation. And that's a that's a physical manifestation of kind of what can happen around and how it affects your, your sexual well-being. But there's a huge emotional component to it as well. Um, you know, and I would say if there's any one condition that probably is the biggest culprit is is depression. So so it's not just about circulatory issues gets all the attention because I think men get all the attention around different medications that are effective for erectile dysfunction and things like that. But, you know, there is a whole side of this that is, you know, the... Um, uh, you know, dealing with depression, dealing with anxiety, de- dealing with, you know, significant issues in one's life 
that that can cause that extra degree of stress. So, well, with depression, is it is it all emotional, or did, we're told that depression is is a chemical imbalance? Yeah, I think it's it's a it's a little bit of both, um, but but you know, depending on you know, there are there are people that you know a significant event happens in one's life, so it's a temporary thing, and you know that your body. You know, responds in a very interesting way. So, you know, you'll often correct that yourself. But those people that actually have to, you know, go on to different medications and things, there's, we've talked on the show before, there's hundreds of those uh, different ones out there. And because of each one of us being different, every one of those medications sort of acts differently. So, so there's a you know, it's it's a great way to lean on your pharmacist for for that advice to, you know, figure out sort of which one's the right one for you. Okay, um, but I guess, so I guess the question, is it the depression that would uh, give you a sexual problem or the medication you take for the depression or both? Well, it's both. It's, bo- it's definitely both. I mean, obviously the, you know, um, many, many conditions and, and stresses in one's life impact your, your motivation and, and, and sort of your, your even – expresses itself as a physical uh, uh, manifestation. So you, uh, you often, the emotional side of life often affects you physically as well. Um, but the, the um, you know, as a pharmacist, you know, we're experts in medication and, and you know, anti-anxiety agents, dep- uh, antidepressants, they do the way, just the way they work that, uh, you know, impacts that chemical balance that, that you talked about. And if that gets thrown off, you know, you get thrown off, and that's that's exactly what uh, what can happen here. And you know, and some of those medications are just not appropriate because they do have uh, side effects that uh, in, impacts one's sex drive. So, okay. And uh, what's the solution for that? You're saying changing the medication is one thing to look at. Yeah, that's one. I mean, there are some uh, some medications that are are better, you know, better suited for um, uh, you know depression if you know if you know, if you're if you're dealing with a sexual side effect, or you know, just the fact that you're you know you don't feel as motivated or anything anymore, um, you know, there's certain classes of depression agents that will work better than others. So that's a discussion for sure. Um, it can start with your pharmacist. I mean, often it's really a guessing game as what uh, what a doctor uh, finds as the appropriate uh, treatment for you. So sometimes. You know, it takes three or four different medications, and antidepressants are quite interesting because they take a long time to to reach a level in your system where it's nice, a nice steady state where you're back to feeling normal again. And so, not only is it the medication itself, is that just the nature of antidepressants in general? You know, they take a long time, and people get frustrated because you know, boy, I've been on this for three weeks now, and it doesn't seem to be working. Well, that's quite normal you know, for antidepressants. So, so, you know, you may, if the, if the doctor takes two or three different medications into your regimen that, you know, you could be looking at three, four months before something actually, you know, feels right for you. So it's a, you know, it's, it's a really complicated situation and it's tough to deal with. And, and uh, sorry, uh, for a man, would Viagra work in that situation or not so much? Well, you know, so Viagra is a good example of a, of a medication that, uh, uh, is more for um, the physical aspects of of 
you know, of, of what goes through with a man. So, I mean, Viagra, Cialis, Levitra, the three big uh, medications for erectile dysfunction, they really don't do anything to affect your emotional well-being. I mean, that's really all that is, is, is just improving circulation into, into you know, your, your genital area. So you, you, you're, you know, you're easier, it's easier to get uh, an erection for a man. Uh, I mean, there still is a uh, you know, an arousal component that you actually have to become aroused before those medications will work. But the point is, is that they're quite different than dealing with the emotional well-being of someone. Okay. Uh, we have to take a break. When we come back, I also want to deal with some of the things that women face, not just men. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. I'm here with our trusted contributor from the Ontario Pharmacists Association, Dean Miller. We're talking about a sexual health since Valentine's Day is coming up. Uh, I'm going to give the numbers again, and Dean will take your calls on anything. 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And don't be shy, it's the radio. Uh, so we were talking about depression and how that can affect things, uh, as well as, you know, most of the focus is on men and on drugs like Viagra. Viagra. But what about women? You know, sometimes women accept, uh, you know, things that they shouldn't accept, that there can be very quick and not particularly invasive fixes to. Right. Well, and, and I think, Libby, what you're talking about is 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 the changes in, in hormone uh balance within one's body and especially uh, prevalent in in women when when you become over 30 years of age and it's the same with men but but you know there's a significant change I mean when you're young and vibrant and whatnot no, I mean you after don't have to menopause worry about that. but yeah I mean yeah. Uh, you know after after 30 things start to change yeah. but you know again the other big significant time is you know when you're in your mid to late 40s and whatnot or early 50s when menopause does happen because you know that's when you know, there is a the most significant time in one's life that that the hormonal changes, uh, you know, impact sort of the way you, you know, the way your body works. So, so what it what ends up happening is, especially in women, a lot more sort of vaginal dryness and that sort of thing that that you know people people don't like and they think, oh my god, like you know this what's what's going to happen, you know, in a sexual encounter and that sort of thing. But the good news is, is there is lots of medication. Um, around preserving that hormonal balance in in one's body, and it comes in not only comes in tablets, but it comes in in gels. It, it comes in in uh, you know vaginal application. It comes in patches. So there's a lot of different choices because a lot of people kind of say, "Hey, you know what? By taking the tablets, it threw me right off. I didn't feel right. I you know it just didn't work for me." But um, you know. There's gels, there's, there's, there's patches that, you know, really control the level a lot better than tablets do. So, so there is, you know, as you said, there's, there's definitely ways to deal with it. Uh, and, and it certainly uh, is, a, is, a, is a proven treatment that's, that's rather inexpensive and, uh, and for the most part, uh, you know, really sort of uh, uh, improves the state of, uh, of women. 
Well, yeah, I we're talking about hormone replacement, and it's very controversial, and yeah. it's not for everybody, and it certainly would not be for someone like me who's been through cancer. No, 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 no. Right, right. Uh, and that's a, a patch is full on, but but there are uh, you can take hormones, you know, in a suppository or something that yep. that the body doesn't absorb that much. Yeah, well, and, I, they, they they absorb, but I think the 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 main point here is that you don't get the fluctuations. So you don't get a lot of times with tablets and, you know, they're so impacted by when you take them and what you take them with. And, you know, are, you know, did you just have a big fatty meal? Did you have something? So, but, but when you do things like uh, patches and gels and that sort of thing, it's absorbed at a very, very steady rate through your skin. Um, and and that really works a lot quicker, a lot more effective. So there's been great advances in what we call drug delivery systems over the last couple of years that really sort of evens out um, the levels in your system. And much more pleasant experience, and I think that was always the 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 that was always the thing that people didn't like about hormone replacement. So, okay, well, there was also well, this worry about yes. about cancer as well. Yes. Uh, let's go to Rose in Hamilton. Hi, Rose. Oh, hi. I listen to your show off and on. Uh, great. Um, my God, you're you're fantastic. Thanks. You have to turn down your radio, though. Speak so clearly. You're, you're okay, please I'm turn. I'm a woman in my. Shall I put the radio down? Yes. Okay, everybody. Uh, if you're calling in, you have to have the radio yeah, down. I'm a woman in. I'm 73 to be exact. Though they tell me I don't look it. <laughs> but the, <laughs> the thing is, I haven't had sex for a long, long time. But I cannot even go for a pap test without screaming my head off. It's so painful. So I want to know what I can do and what my partner could do to make it more, uh, less painful or without pain at all. Yeah, and Rosa. That's what the other guy was saying because I was on the phone, so I missed what he said. Yeah. Rose, one of the, um, I mean, one of the simplest places to start, and you may have already tried this, is just, you know, if you go into the feminine hygiene, or not the feminine hygiene section, but uh, uh, the section uh, in your pharmacy um, that deals with, uh, uh, you know, where you buy condoms and that sort of thing, there's a lot of water-based lubricants there that are extremely good. Um, you know, there's a Did lot of... Uh, sure. I mean, the simplest and the most common one is KY jelly, but there's, you know, Astro Lube and Astro Glide and products like that that are, you know, there's a lot. Believe it or not, it, they, it sounds simple, but there's a lot of science that goes into those products. So, so they're very good lubricants, and they're specifically. Um, uh, can you know, the guy do something? Well, uh, so. So that it, the product can be used by both men and women, and and sometimes together. Um, you know, we talked a little earlier on about sort of some of the drugs for erectile dysfunction for men. Man, I'm, uh, I'm so scared to have sex. I'm going cobwebs down there. Yeah, I and think. I'm hoping to find out. I, there was a time when I enjoyed sex. Um, have you Can seen? You give me the na- na- names of those uh, lubricants, please again. Uh, well, the 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 most common one is just KY uh, KY May jelly. Spell it. Uh, just K and Y. <laughs> Right, okay. Yeah, and then, but uh, you know, another simple name is, is uh, Astro Glide. 
Um, yeah, I mean, but but you'll see four or five different ones there. They're all very, very good. And you could try going to your doctor because there are some similar types of things you need a prescription for. And uh, they're a little stronger. Uh, absolutely. I mean, uh, as we talked about earlier on, there's there's many, many different treatments. My doctor said something like turmeric. Right. So... So that that's that's a tried and true uh, medication from that's been around for years. And when we talked about it being available in different forms, not only tablets, but but not Premarin itself, but but a close relative of it are available in gels and 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 creams and that sort of thing. So there's lots of different choices, Rose, um, to kind of help uh, with the situation. And it's kind of trial or because. The way they treat the horses, the mares, and it's disgusting what they do to them just to get this uh, uh, lubricant primarian. So I don't want to use that. So KY and astroglucose, right? <laughs> Astroglide. Astroglide. Okay, you try those, and yeah. if, if they don't work, you see your doctor maybe for something stronger. Okay? Yeah, I will. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Jay in Toronto, you're on the air and we're listening. Hi, good afternoon. Hi. That's what I'm calling. Oh, well, just a minute. Where is it? We've been working on this bell. I guess it's uh, not ready. Oh, there we go. (laughs) We'll have to get a little faster on that. Well, thanks for your first time call, Jay. Okay, hi, thank you. Uh, I'm in my late 50s, and uh, I've been married for 30 years, right? And I've been, I'm taking a medication uh, like Tigrosin for 10 years now. Does that affect my uh, sexuality? Um, is that possible? What was the name of the medication, Jay? It's a uh, Tyroxin. Oh, thyroxin. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah. So you're taking that for your your thyroid and whatnot. So, yes. no, no. You know what? Um, <laughs> there's many, many medications out there that that are that have a negative effect on one's sex drive. That's not really one of them. Um, again, that's a that's a naturally occurring hormone that you're replacing in your in your system. Uh, and for the most part, I mean, any medication can do almost anything. But that one, um, really, the the side effect profile. You know, really has little to do with your with your uh, sex drive. So I think I think you're in a pretty safe zone with that one. Oh, okay. Because I, I heard people saying that they could have making love for three times a week. That was whoa. For when I, when I was in my thirties, if I do it twice a week, that's a pat on my back for me. <laughs> so is that true? Well, they. I mean, the the nature of uh, thyroid medications is it it does you know, impact sort of your your metabolism and, and sort of a lot of people find that it does give them, especially if the, uh, as they're kind of finding the right level. Uh, thyroxin is one of those drugs that, again, the doctor plays around with the dose a little bit until he finds exactly the correct dose. And yeah. uh, sometimes you can feel very, very energetic, but if you don't have enough in your system, it's the opposite, op- opposite and you can feel quite... Uh, um, you know, malaised and, and just not feeling yourself. Oh, I see. Okay. Thank oh. you. Thanks for your help. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Sounds like he's uh, in an elevator or something. Or a car, his car door. <laughs> oh, okay, right, the car door. Okay, so uh, we've been talking about uh, some of those things. Um, is there anything new and emerging? Well, you know, I mean, there's, uh, I mean, I think that the the issue that you get that gets all the attention this this time or around that you read any magazine and the, and they deal a lot with with the males and uh and there's really uh, the, there's lots of talk about low testosterone and and men taking testosterone supplements and it's 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 actually become a bit of a problem because you know it's uh uh it's probably not necessary there's probably not that many men out there walking around that have low testosterone problems. But, yeah, I think but, in the States, they've had like big ad campaigns. Oh, for sure. And, you, yeah. you, you know, where, where they can actually advertise in the States, they do it quite aggressively. Call it low T. Yeah, low T, exactly. And and uh, I mean, there was last year, I mean, there was a, a medication that, that came out. Uh, it ha- is not available in Canada, but it was deemed the female Viagra. Um, uh, it's... Whether it'll be approved in Canada is another uh, another question, but it has many many side effects with it. And I think that you know, from what I've heard to date, uh, this drug may come and go as quickly as 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 it arrived on the market because you know a lot of the the commentary about its effectiveness uh, up to now really deals more with the side effects and, you know, how, how badly it makes you feel and you can... But that's not going to make you want to uh, no. get romantic. <laughs> yeah, and it definitely has... Uh, uh, it, it's highly reactive with alcohol and we are talking about Valentine's Day. So if you're out for dinner and you're on that medication, alcohol would be a no-no because it's, uh, it's, it's probably one of the the highest degree of, of sort of the way it interacts with any medication. It's just some some medications you can take with alcohol, some you have to be cautious. This is one where it's a definite no-no. So. And so there's, uh, there's hormone replacement, which is controversial. Um, but there's also, um, you can take, if your doctor prescribes it, hormones, that uh, you don't – that are topical. Yes. Yeah. And the, so there's a lot less of the hormone and it's a lot, uh, I guess, yeah, less – a lot steadier in your system yeah. where it's – you know, you're not subject to the fluctuations that typically are problematic. So, so. Uh, Okay. Um, anything else? We only have a couple of minutes left here. You know, the only, the only thing that – and I think, you know, there is such an emotional connection to – you know, the stresses of life and and sexual health that, you know, the first place to look, I guess, is is sort of, you know, the medication you're taking. Because, you know, if at one point you were, you know, you you had a very healthy uh, sex life and all of a sudden it started to, to wane a little bit, um, often it can be attributed to the medication you're taking just because under those under those uh, categories that are are so prevalent in one's life when things are not going right, antidepressants, anti-anxiety agents. Um, there's a list as long as my arm, uh, Libby, of, of of sexual side effects with some of those drugs. So it is tough to find the right one, but the good news is the right one is out there. And uh, it's just a matter of sort of speaking with your pharmacist, speaking with your doctor to make sure that you're uh, uh, you you found the right one. A trial, trial and error. Yes, yeah, and unfortunately, it's a long process. But, but, uh, but help you get is out something there. good at the end of it. Yes, exactly, exactly. Okay, Dean Miller, our trusted contributor from the Ontario Pharmacists Association. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Libby.
and happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Same to you. <laughs> You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.